So good afternoon and thank you for joining us live on Unleashed Live. Uh, thank you for taking your time out and uh, watching. Uh, this afternoon we have uh, Julian Ford from uh, Upminster Dementia Choir. Uh, thank you for joining us this afternoon, uh, Julian. Uh, it's, it's quite unusual calling you Julian. I normally uh, refer to you as counsellor, so uh, we'll, we'll hopefully uh, get by. Right, uh, you sort of run uh, a dementia choir in Upminster. Uh, can you tell us all about it? Yes, certainly. It, it sort of emanates really from a role I had as being a counsellor with the local government association. And I was leading on dementia nationally on behalf of the local government association. So I was on Public Health England's um, Dementia Governance Board, Department of Health's Dementia Pro, uh, Programme Board and the Prime Minister's Dementia Friendly Communities um, panel. So I had this role at, in dementia. Um, and in Havering, I was on the Health and Wellbeing Board and I used to feed in all the information that I was gleaming um, and put dementia on the, on the table in those meetings. One of the meetings, it was suggested that Havering were going to be setting up a dementia choir. And I said, brilliant, fantastic. Came home, put on Facebook, just one single sentence. Havering is setting up a dementia choir. I will keep you posted and put up the information as and when it's available. Within half an hour, I had somebody offer me a haul, somebody wanting to be the choir master, and loads of people with aunts, uncles, parents, um, brothers, sisters that were living with dementia and said, can they sign up? When, when is it starting? So within half an hour, I had established a dementia choir um, without really trying in mm, that mm. So I ran with it and set it up. And as a consequence of that, I'm now vice chair on Havering's Dementia Action Alliance. And Havering hadn't got anywhere in establishing their choir. So they've now recognized the Upminster Dementia Choir as Havering's Dementia Choir. Oh, brilliant. So, so that's where we are with that. We have a choir master and um, we have a huge repertoire of songs, uh, <laughs> which, um, which goes anything from um, ABBA, Cliff Richards, uh, Louis Armstrong, um, traditional sort of, uh, she'd be coming around the mountain type of thing, um, Spanish eyes, you name it, it's on there. And we always try and get somebody um, to, to put a, a song forward that they like so that each person there has a song that they like uh, and they recognise. Mm, lovely. So, uh, I mean, obviously times are, are very different at the moment uh, with, with COVID and that, and obviously it has to sort of be run differently at the moment. Are, are you still continuing to be able to sort of run it via Zoom or? Yeah, so, so we are meeting via Zoom. Um, obviously that does come with its problems because mm is au fait with using Zoom um, but because we've always encouraged from the beginning to have the person living with dementia and their carer the carer is the one that seems to be up to speed with technology and IT purely because they have to mm. be because of all the forms and things that they get um, yeah. having somebody living with dementia um, so 
we, we, we get them sign in. We have had some losses, regrettably, through the year. Um, that's the nature of dementia, unfortunately, mm. um, and the deterioration of some that have had to, to go into homes. But we are getting some new people come forward, um, and, and it is open to anybody that mm. is living with dementia. I mean, because, I mean, especially like you say, you've, you've gone from sort of now Upminster to covering the whole of sort of Havering. I mean, Havering has uh, an increased number of elderly uh, residents who are obviously suffering with dementia. I mean, dementia's, the numbers are, are quite huge with the elderly uh, population. Uh, I mean, what age is your youngest member? Well, before I answer that, one phrase that we're encouraged not to use um, is the word suffering, because mm. it's always the negative. Yeah. So, so the term we always use is the person living with dementia. Okay. Um, because, I mean, my father, he has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yet he can still function. He, he still mm. makes his put washing out. So it's focusing on the things they can do in, mm. in the early and mid stages. So within the choir, we... the the youngest person we have is in their 60s mm. so they had what is known as young onset dementia um and regrettably I, I i have met somebody in their 20s who was living with dementia um so it is the assumption that it's always people in older age um is not necessarily the case uh, we, we lost a close family friend and he was 63 um, with with uh, dementia dementia yeah so i mean it's you know like say sort of from youngsters but obviously you have people who come come along you know to support the people with sort of dementia and i bet they get greater satisfaction sometimes than the people with dementia themselves to see their eyes light up and you know it, it brings it brings something to someone doesn't it you're making me cry um, yeah. <laughs> well the, the, <laughs> this is going to be very very difficult it, because it, no no it, it that is absolutely the case yeah we, we have the carer there and they see the parent sitting there singing enjoying themselves and they have to take a moment a moment of coming away and that's when i go over and give them a big hug yeah and uh, say this is what it's about to, to give them some time and to give you some space exactly absolutely Be they need that space it, it's a full-on role when you're caring for somebody with dementia yeah i mean my my name uh she had dementia for the last 10 years of her life so it's you know i can i fully understand and where it comes from from the heart uh, and my mum was her main carer before going into a residential home. Uh, and it is so tiring for, you know, people to care for people for dementia. So something, you know, a club that you do, you know, it gives relief for both parties, does, you know, both parties. Absolutely, absolutely. That, it, it's that, that time that's needed. I mean, I'm a dementia friend and a dementia champion as well. So I deliver sessions in, um, sort of the basics of what dementia is and things that you can do i can i can remember one session that um a son came along and at the end of the session they're, they're asked if there's anything that they can think that they can sort of pledge to do to support the cause and uh, people with dementia 
and he said I hadn't realized the extent and pressure that my father was under under caring for my mother mm. what I've determined from today is I'm going to give him more space and more time so it's that that little bit of time that they need to to, to think of themselves and there are so many people that are, are caring for people with dementia that neglect their own health and yes. their own well-being and as a consequence when that person passes they find that they've got something wrong with them mm. that they've had all along but they've pushed it to the back and it's making it much harder to be treated so it's it's being mindful that they've got to look after their own health and well-being as well as caring for that person mm. so if you know someone watching this uh, live chat today and it's sort of you know they they recognize you know my my partner or my nan and granddad or whoever's or mum and dad has got sort of dementia how can i uh, contact you what's the best what's the best way of contacting you okay well i i mean if if they think that their their um, family member has dementia um but it's not being diagnosed you need to go with them to the gp the sooner that you go to the gp the better um, because they can put in some things to slow things down but it's also worth going to the GP because it could be something simple as a chemical imbalance mm. so for example my mother they discovered that she had um, a, a B deficiency and it was causing mm. dementia-like actions where she was paying for something with a credit card and then she's getting her purse out to pay again you would assume that was dementia mm. but it, it was this imbalance so don't always assume that something is dementia. Go to the GP um, and they'll be able to help you out. With my father, he wouldn't go on his own accord. I went with him for something minor and she, she was giving him some medication. And I said, oh, that's if you remember to take it, isn't it, Dad? And he went, well, yeah, yeah. And the, the doctor said, oh, you know, if you've got troubles with his memory, and he's going, no, and I'm going, Mm. Should, we, should we just do a little test and she did the test there in the center and then he had the brain scan and everything and it was diagnosed so you can fall them sometimes into a false sense of security and yeah. get the message across but to contact me about the choir or anything else i can help with in dementia um my telephone number is 01708 yeah 641317 yeah and the email address for the choir is upminster dementia choir at gmail.com right and what i'll do i'll put this in the link and the descriptions of the video uh i'll i'll sort of put uh you know how to contact you uh but you you sort of saying i mean it's like my my name uh i remember she was taken into a hospital and she was about eight years on with her dementia. She was in a sort of care home, but uh, she was suffering with a uh, sort of water infection, which is quite common with people with uh, dementia because obviously, you know, they forget, uh, you know, what they've, you know, when they've last had a drink. Uh, and I remember sort of being in A&E with her and she could remember her birthday she could remember when the queen was uh you know when when the, the year the queen become queen yet she wasn't able 
to remember what she had for lunch or breakfast. And every time I would see my nan, she'd always say to me, how's, you know, how's the shop doing? How's, you know, and she'd always remember that, but mm. could never, ever re remember 90% of the things yeah. she would do in, in the, so the near memory goes, but That's the distant right. memory. They describe it like a bookshelf. So the top run is where they are in their age. And as the dementia progresses, that bookshelf that it runs down, but it's mm. a wobbly bookshelf. So the top books fall off. Yeah. So they lose the, the today knowledge. Yeah. But emotions is retained. And that's where music comes into play because music is an emotion and it, it feeds emotions, be yeah. it happy, sad, or indifferent. So that's how music is so powerful for people with dementia. And generally, how many people do attend on on sort of normal uh, a normal quiet evening uh, without on a, COVID? On a normal quiet day, we get about twenty five. Mm. Is it during the day or is it evening time? It's you know? daytime that we hold it. Right. Okay. Uh, because generally, you find um, you you get sundowning people with dementia. They sort of in the afternoon, late mm. day, they start to sort of get a bit wearier and sleepy, etc. Yeah. Um, but we normally hold it from 10 until 12. So the 10 o'clock meet is that they have a, a coffee, a tea and a natter and biscuits. And then we set to for the choir. And what I do normally is I have uh, laminated sheets with all the song words on and they're handed around and then they're collected in so that there's no confusion with which song they're doing. They've got the one sheet before them. Brilliant. The advantage with Zoom is I can share the screen and all the words are on the screen. So they don't have to have them there and I can enlarge them so that they can see them and I scroll it through. Mm. So that they, they've seen the, the live feed of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I mean, it was a great story recently. I, I can't remember that there was a composer who composed some music and you know suffering with dementia and i think it was the, the bbc orchestra sort of uh, put his uh, work together and oh, it was it was wonderful. so emotional wasn't it yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant you know and, and that's the joy of music very much so and uh, I, I mean some of the people that we've had uh, come there there's one lady and she just gets into it and she starts sitting there and she, she is literally moving <laughs> And there's another lady that came and every week she was agitated. Really? Physically abusing her husband um, because that's where she was in, in the stage of things. As soon as the music started, switch. Yeah. And, and what's your, what's, what's the favourite song? What's, you know, the favourites, what really gets everybody going? Oh gosh. Um, there's one lady who has a real passion for ABBA. So she's sitting there going, ABBA, ABBA. <laughs> time and oh nobody wants ABBA do they <laughs> me 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 <laughs> like, we can have a bit of a tease as well and a joke yeah. he loves it um so so yeah uh, and we we do um what a wonderful world we sort of slow slow things down and um, we sort of a wonderful world um uh yeah and we have Arthur. that's that's a that's a, a favorite and singing in the rain we've had we did a, a small concert at the Queen's Theatre in the foyer when we oh, lovely. Were, and the, the hope was we were going to do one each year. Yeah. Um, and 
we were doing a few gigs at um, Christmas concerts and things. People wanted us to go along. And we would be singing in the rain. And I used to grab hold of my dad's um, walking stick and I would pretend that was the umbrella. So um, I did, that was on the very, very last little bit. And yeah. they loved it, they loved it because it was a little bit of uh, motion with it. Yeah. The memory back to what the film was. Was, exactly, oh, brilliant, that's brilliant. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us this afternoon and talking about uh, the Dementia Choir in Upminster. Uh, I know, you know, a lot of people will watch this back uh, and you will give them uh, a bit of hope and, you know, some some pleasure in, in, in what you do. Uh, you know, so thank you ever so much for joining us, uh, Gillian. And what we'll do, we'll put the, this, all the descriptions in, you know, for you above. Uh, so thank you ever so much. Right, uh, don't forget on Thursday, you can join us. We'll be talking to Robert Ding from Take a Knife, Save a Life. And next Monday, we will be talking to a, a parent who's struggling uh, homeschooling as well as running running a business and running uh, a lot of things in her life. So Thursday we'll be chatting to Robert Dean from Take a Knife, Save a Life and on Monday we'll be talking to uh, a single parent who's in balancing act at the moment, being a teacher, a mum and everything else. So uh, once again, uh, Julian from uh, Dementia Choir, thank you ever so much and thank you for everybody who's joined us on Unleashed Live. Uh, see you next Monday. Thank you ever so much, Julian. Thank you. Bye-bye.